In a world where options are limitless, but time is not, two heroes take a stand against injustice and overwhelming viewing choices. Starring Jane Ellen and Adam Cravens. A podcast that lets you know what's worth watching and what's not. From the Hints and Oakley Podcast Center, this is Binge or Cringe. Hello and welcome to Binge or, or Cringe. Cringe. I'm Jane Ellen. And I'm Adam Cravens. You really have to watch Hunters. We talked about it last week, but now I've seen the whole thing. It's even better than I thought it was. But I'm not going to mention it again because we've already talked about it. But I'm just saying. it To note, one, one should watch it. It's even better than I thought it was. And I thought it was pretty good. So there is a show, an original Netflix series called The Trials of Gabriel Fernandez. And Gabriel Fernandez was an eight-year-old child who was murdered by his mother, who was tortured and murdered by his mother and her boyfriend. And I have only watched the first episode. And I can only assume that Michael Pena has no role in this no. whatsoever. It, it feels very dramatic. It is. From your description. It is. And the reason I'm bringing it up is there are many, many shows like this, and I was wondering why I am watching it. Because the essence of the story is not just that this child was murdered, but this child was failed by every entity that could have saved a child in danger over and over and over again. Because when he was eventually brought to the hospital, he had evidence of broken and healed bones. He'd had cigarettes put out on him. He, he had two BB gun pellets in him. That wasn't fresh. He'd had his skull caved in. He'd been... It, it was... To listen to it is horrific. And I've only uh, mentioned what I remembered. And to hear the nurse that saw him come in, and then people kept saying, well, I found this wrong with him, and now I found this wrong with him... And it was, and the mother said, well, he just slipped in the bathtub. <laughs> no, no, he did not. As, um, as someone who, A, has uh, several children, and B, um, is a human being. Yes. Um, this is making me a little sick. Like, yes. I'm, I'm actually glad that I haven't had dinner yet because, like, it is, I might throw up in my mouth a little. It's sickening, and it's horrific. And so I am assuming that the reason why this was being made other than because it's not coming across as to be titillating because it isn't. I'm assuming the reason it was made to say this is how the system in Los Angeles failed this kid. And this is how I am hoping when it is resolved, they'll say, and this is how these things have changed. So yeah, this doesn't is, happen again. I'm you, you guessing. You want that kind of like the, the, the text update, like not, not unlike the, the end of Animal House when they describe exactly. like what, what has happened to everyone in the future. Hopefully they're like because of this tragedy mm – -hmm. You know, yes, this this has happened. It changed this in the system. And although like it failed this child, you know, hundreds of thousands have, you know, been benefited from the the whatever. But I listen to a lot of these shows when I'm driving and I thought, well, I just need to pick something I haven't. I know nothing about. I'm just going to pop this in. I'm just going to listen to it because, no, I am not. I'm legitimately not watching a video while I'm driving, but I'll listen. That's usually why I re when I'm super busy, I'll review a lot of these types of things because I don't need to be physically looking at it to get what's going on. No, no, not so. And so I'm listening to it, and they're ta and the nurse is going on. And it's like, oh my god! It's like too many feelings all at once. Didn't expect that. Expected something a little more. You know, you watch your serial killer stuff, but you're kind of removed. 
And just having her describe what had happened to this child before he was brought to the hospital. Like, I don't think I could actually, and maybe this says something about me, like when it's talking about adults, it doesn't seem to bother me as much. Yeah. Like, not saying that, like, I just don't care, but like it, I can watch it and I, I can kind of like displace myself from it. But like the moment you mentioned this happened to a child, like it just, uh-huh. like my my blood kind of curdled. A little, and I was just like that. I don't, I don't want to hear the rest. It's of really this. an interesting reaction because I, I, I feel the same way. The same horrific deed could happen to a person or animal, but if it is a younger person or animal or an older person, I am more outraged because of their defenselessness. So, so you're saying if if tragedy befalls me, like I'm, I'm out of okay luck for you. <laughs> what what age do I need to get to that's, before you? That's like, what I was thinking. I was having this conversation with myself, and like, that I'm sickened for all of them, and yet. But like this guy that's a stone's throw away from forty, you're like, ah, he can uh, take care of himself. I mean, another fun subject. Let, let's bring. Let's touch on the Holocaust just a minute. So wait. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I didn't realize this until I read something because I simply never thought about it. And it was when uh, those those people were brought into the camps, many of them were pregnant. I don't remember seeing any, oh, here's our baby. No, no. Just unspeakable, even more unspeakable horrors. This, had, had that ever crossed your mind? Did you no, ever think about it? No, but like I also don't. I, I, I make it a point not to live in that headspace. Well, it's horrible. Like, I mean, as you and I have, like, commented before, like, uh, Schindler's List. Can't watch a, it. Ve- it's a really well-made oh, I have film. No doubt. Like, it's a fantastically well-made film. But, like, I just, I can't, I can't go in that headspace for long before it just legitimately depresses me. So... I, like probably a lot of people, don't think about the Holocaust very often because <laughs> it was terrible and a tragedy and like disgusting that it ever happened. Uh-huh. Um, I believe, i take you one step further, I believe what led me to this discovery because I was blissfully unaware of that because it simply never crossed my mind because the horrors that I knew about were pretty terrible yes and i wasn't just like let's dive deeper yeah there's got to be something more horrible what what could be more horrible than so that? apparently there was a a woman who was a midwife and who in order to help the women who were pregnant would deliver and kill the children so the nazis would not torture their infants this is the most depressing episode <laughs> funny, of Binger Cringe. I, I didn't know that happened, and it was like, oh, my God. And then I have the to continue. The fact that that's the humane part of the yes. story is appalling. Yes. Like, and that's not, even, that's not even a descriptive enough word to describe that. Like, that's, oh. Uh-huh. Or, if possible, to save the baby, but... In most cases, that wasn't possible. But if it was a way, like maybe the baby could be adopted out and say, "Oh, here, this baby's blonde. Maybe the Germans want to just to keep the kid alive." To tie this back into the very beginning of the podcast, yes, this is the reason why most people don't care when they're like, "And they horribly, they horribly murdered and just viciously destroyed the Nazi." And and most people are like, 
Well, I mean, you shouldn't kill people, but... But, if you're gonna... Wait, they were a World War II Nazi? Yeah. Uh, Well, tell you what. I'm not gonna do anything about it. Um, And I'm not sorry that it happened. Uh Uh-huh. So I'm I'm not gonna report this. Uh, But you shouldn't kill people, probably. Yes. So... Anyway, please please tell me the next one is about an animated show that has unicorns and uh, people that smell like strawberries or maybe it's maybe it's a a show about like how to make desserts. (coughs) I'm coughing now for no reason. It's it's disgust. I'm coughing the disgust up. It's uh, it's physically manifested itself in you. You're listening to Binge or Cringe, brought to you by Hinson Oakley Family Dentistry. Jane Ellen talking with Adam Cravens about light and shiny things. Oh, hopefully. So, I'm going to stay on Netflix, and we're going to run through Lucifer again. Oh my. Okay, so the Wait. Holocaust. But well, this is this is going to be fun. Ch- child endangerment and the devil, the devil, the devil. So. Um, Lucifer was on one of the big four. I don't, I don't remember. And then after three seasons, they said, eh, we're done with this. And they went, um, no, you're not. Because it's, it's a very entertaining show. And in the show, Lucifer, the, the twist is, first of all, Lucifer is just as much angel as devil, because he was an angel. And so that is part of it. Lucifer is himself confused and he doesn't want to punish people anymore. And so in this version of Lucifer and all of that, Lucifer doesn't decide you're going to do something. And Lucifer doesn't tempt you. And Lucifer never lies. But he decides your punishment based on what you've done. So that He's was more his of a purpose. Judge. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that was his purpose. He's like Judge Lucy. Yes. Okay. And he just, he was tired of being... Uh, blamed for everything just because he had a slight disagreement with his father is how he views it. So in the very beginning of this whole Lucifer arc, he decides he's going to leave hell and just, you know, I'm done. I'm just, I didn't want this role. I'm not asking to go back to heaven, but I'm done torturing people. I'm just done. It almost sounds like a less comedic version of Hades from Disney's Hercules. Where he's just like, listen, Zeus, you're the one that gave me this job, okay? Mm-hmm. It's, uh, I'm, you know, it's, like, it's full of dead people. Uh. Yeah, and it's just, uh, I just don't want to do it anymore. Now, of course, one of the creators is Neil Gaiman. Gaiman? That guy. Uh, yes. Who of, creates uh, everything. Sandman. Yes. Uh, also did uh, Good Omens, I believe. Yes. Like, uh, has written a multitude of... Uh, Comic books. He's written Batman before. I mean, th- this guy's legit. Like you, you want writing done? Mm-hmm. Like th- th- this guy is the truth. So, it stars Tom Ellis, who is heavenly and happens to be a very accomplished so singer. The devil is heavenly, is what you're saying. Oh yeah. Now that for once we have something that could appear on a poster or a a DVD jacket or Blu-ray jacket or fork, whatever the jacket of the movie. So in the the first part where it was on network television, the the devil is imagine Cary Grant, but straighter. Well, either way, the devil doesn't really care in this. But 
uh, just as charming. Your most charming Cary Grant. That is another dated reference, isn't it? Anyway. No, but I'm telling you right now, I would love to, like, you probably couldn't have done it because of the, like, you know, the ratings board or, like, probably, like, standards and practices. But I would absolutely watch a movie where Cary Grant the devil, yeah. played the devil. So he's very, very charming, and they've worked in, which I love it when they do this on any show, when the actor happens to have other talents, they use them. So in this one, Lucifer decides he wants to have a nightclub, and every once in a while, he will sing and play the piano. And I would just watch an hour of that. He's very, very good. Tom Ellis is just good at that. I was hoping it was something like knife juggling or... Well, he does things like that. Sword, sword swallowing. Or but the catch is there, stuff you can do with the there is a detective, a Los Angeles homicide detective, who, of course, is incredibly attractive. And when he is physically in her presence, he can be harmed and he doesn't know why. I was about to ask why. He, we don't know why. And so it's this whole thing. And from the very, very beginning of the show, he's always said he's the devil. And of course, they go, ah, ha, 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 you know, ah. but he's always like, oh, you're bad. You're yeah, bad. Yeah. He has always told the truth. And people will respond to him when he devilishly looks at them and say, what do you desire? And so if they say, like, I want my wife to be dead or something. So that's how they he helps catch murders. Right. Right. So it's it's just it's just like. um one of our favorite sleuths who also happens to be a devil. Well, that's fun. I know. It's like Jessica Fletcher with a little brimstone. Who who herself played a witch. Yes. In a... So after it gets canceled, there is a whole Save Lucifer campaign. And Netflix, charmingly, I know, net, Netflix, <laughs> there, there has Save to be Luc- some, some Southeastern... Save Lucifer. And it was all over the place. And it got picked up on Netflix. And so... I believe Netflix had even said this will be the last of it, but then it's guess, done so well. Now, see, I thought they were ending it on season five. Now they're going. Eh, I think we're going to have well, a little more. It could be a six. We kind of like the money. So the changeover has been so subtle. It didn't really knock me in the head until I was watching some of it because I. I hadn't watched the newer stuff on Netflix. I saw some of it. So I'm halfway through season five with Anna Grace, my oldest, who loves this. And I realize that the devil is standing there in, um, uh, how shall I phrase this politely? He's neglected to wear his pants. I was about to say a fine pair of press slacks, but there's, no. There's a reason for that, and it totally worked in the story. Now, nothing is shown. Once in a while, you might hear the S word, but there's no F bomb dropping. There's nothing. It's a bit too more much. It's a bit more mature than network television. Yes. but like not to the point that like it's it, like it's in seven NC seventeen like a kind of area. And I remember as they were doing the whole Save Loose for campaign, as soon as it came through, Tom Ellis started said, "I'm." He says, we're going to start filming in three months, and I'm going hardcore after that. And I thought, well, he seemed to be in perfectly fine shape before. What's he talking about? Well, he went like full on Marvel hero abs, everything. And he was no slouch. So now I understand because they did this whole thing at a nudist colony and it was... It was just what you would expect. You know, all of a sudden, like, there are two mugs of this, and you see nothing in the nudist colony. Kind of like the beginning of, was it the second Austin Powers? Yes. Okay. It's exactly right. like that. And so that is entertaining. So 
What is fascinating about this is, in season five, to make things different, Eve shows up. Eve like that Adam Eve? and. Okay. That Eve. And she seems to be a ditzy brunette. Interesting. Just a whole interesting type of thing. Is that... Is there not some sort of like protest on Luke? Because all of this seems like stuff that would get. I mean, if 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 you can protest Harry Potter, yeah, who is which is like genuinely like a good tale of like good versus evil. Like boy happens to be a wizard, um, but I'm just saying like if you can protest that a show about Lucifer that also takes biblical elements and turns them on the ear. I feel like somebody should be protesting. I'm sure they were, but... Well, they just, they weren't doing it well enough. Strangely enough, there were lots of references when he talks about his father and stuff, but for the most part, it there's really not a lot of religion in the show, except there's Eve. Which is probably, probably the best. That's probably how it works, yeah. really. And various and sundry characters will show up and you'll go, oh, I know that name, and such and such. Uh, but it's just, uh, it's more of a comedy than a drama. It's very, very stylish. And hes you want him to win, because when Eve comes back into the picture, Eve sees him as the devil, and he even makes a joke. Oh, I even bought myself a snake costume. And and so they become this disgusting, lovey-dovey couple that you totally hate because they're so annoying. And how, how was it that Eve was able to? I don't. I, I, okay. I don't remember that. Part. Fair enough. I just all of a sudden was like, oh, Eve's there. How did I miss? I don't know. And the detective, of course, who you know who he actually loves, um, she's very proper, and she just doesn't approve of Eve because all of a sudden he's having all of these, how shall I say, orgies, and she's just not. She does. She finds that he's not as focused on his detective work as he used to be, and she's come to depend upon him. And so the whole season is about Lucifer deciding, is he more devil or more angel, and why? And he starts to physically turn into this monstrous creature because, wait for it, he cannot forgive himself for being blamed for all of the awful things that happen to mankind because he blames himself. I want to go back in time, say to the, the era that gave us Andy Griffith, Donna yes. Reed, my Andy three Griffith sons. The devil. I, I want to go back and pitch this show to that <gasps> network then and just look at their face. Like the same one that's just like, ah, yes, you, 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 should, uh, you should have this nice sugary cereal. And like, Durwood is Actually, that's what I'm saying. And, and then, but they're just like, but get this, the devil, he's not that bad. He's a great guy. And they're just like, you understand that Little House on the Prairie oh, would no, be airing against it. And they're like, no, 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 no. Yeah, 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 Michael Landon, like a Little House on the Prairie. He's also the devil. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> just. So as I was watching this, I was, I was thinking these thoughts to myself. It's like, that is. That's a, saying a lot to take s someone who is, let's just say, extremely disliked, the devil, and making him an entertaining character who you want to see win. You see that this character's story arc is he wants to be a better entity. 
and he wants to do right, and he feels that he was forced into this role of always the bad, and it's just very interesting. Yeah. I mean, it's definitely an interesting take on the character. Like, usually pictured as, like, charismatic and Mm -hmm. likable, but, like, to the point that the character's almost, like, tragic and empathetic. Yeah, and this, in this iteration of the devil he has no end game he's not trying to convince anyone to do anything they shouldn't be doing he just wants to be better that's i guess it's it's a unique and interesting take like and he's gorgeous and so now anna grace and i were talking about this plot twist so you see his angel brother is now going to be the father of a child with a human and so human human so now, I said to Anna Grace, this is what's going to happen. Either baby will be taken to heaven and we won't see it again until it's a full-grown, castable adult, depending on how long the seasons go on, or baby will grow into a 20-year-old in a matter of two or three episodes. Again, casting purposes. Yeah. I said, but baby... Is not staying a baby no matter what happens to this show. No, or the, the, the baby, you know, becomes the, you know, the, the, the child of the apocalypse. Yes. Or, yeah, it's, it's something Baby's like, not going to stay a baby. No. Anyway. They're going to go the full house route. Uh-huh. And we'll just be like, wait a minute. Weren't they? Nah. Well, how are they four now? Weren't, weren't oh, they just they born last year? Whatever. Uh. But the great thing about that is, like, it, you're dealing with, like, angels and demons and the supernatural. And all you have to do is just be like, blah, 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 blah. A devil magic. And they had a nice little reversal in one of the scenes where you have the detective and Eve. And Eve is telling him, you know, oh, no, do this. And and then she's going, oh, no, you can be better. And so the actual devil had the angel, angel devil and the devil shoulder. on his shoulders. Yes. Yeah. Uh, nice. So, yeah, um, it's very entertaining. And if you really want to go into it, it can spark all manner of discussions. But for the most part, it's just... It's just a crime dramedy, for the most part. That has some interesting yes. dressing over it. Yes. There's there's not a lot of CGI, except once in a while he'll have red eyes. Once in a while somebody will get like kicked and like go really, really far. You know, it's not CGI laden. If you would have told me at the beginning of this podcast that child abuse, the Holocaust, and Satan, and Satan would be the bright spot Mm -hmm. i would i would have called shenanigans i know but uh but here we are yeah i know out of these three things which will be funny and i'm like (laughs) none of those things are funny at all oh this is gonna be a really depressing episode (laughs) it's gonna be terrible (laughs) please don't talk about any of that yeah and there's something else i wanted to add of extreme importance and it was there's going to be a Simpsons short in front of the Pixar movie that I have no desire to see. That's right, because Disney owns the Simpsons now. Yes, and some other third thing, which apparently I cannot recall. But if I mentioned you have to see Hunters. I think several times. Yeah. And I will be sad to see the show Lucifer go off the air because it is, it is just it's stylish and entertaining. And I don't want to have to... Find another one that's stylish and entertaining? Yeah. 
I don't. Well, I mean, I'm also the person like that has watched. I've watched and rewatched like every episode of Star Trek I can get my hands at. Like once you find something you like, you you just want to keep watching it. And there's no sense in ending it when you're sitting there going, well, they could have got at least another season. I know. And again, I have to bring up um, vaguely what Larry David said. Successful shows are successful because people like where those characters are and they want to spend time with them in that house at that office. It's comfort food. Yes. Yeah. And... I, I like that dynamic. I find it entertaining. And I mean, Larry David does know a thing or two about writing an entertaining show. I two guess. of them. Yeah. Two of them. I guess. Anyway, so so that's it. I am going to go out of my way to watch something much more delightful. Uh, Jenna, my 13-year-old, unbeknownst to me, started watching the TV show Sex Education. I haven't seen it yet because... It didn't look all that interesting. Is but it a I'm, clever title? Or is no. It, okay. But I'm not a 13-year-old girl either. True. And she said, you know what? It wasn't very good. I didn't find it entertaining. Some of it's gross, and I'm not even going to bother finishing it. It's like, hmm. So that's her review. Well, at least at least you don't have to stop, get to stop her to stop watching yeah, like, it. Stop like, watching that. <laughs> and she'd be like, oh, I already have. And I'm like, oh, well, good. Carry on. <laughs> Now it's a form of punishment. If you don't do this, I'm going to make do you, you watch Do you need that. some education? No, no! You're going to get it right now. All right, yeah, that's right. Put on Everybody Loves Raymond then. And uh, just to throw this in, Jabra. Anna Grace is very irritated about this trope in film and TV. It's when a couple is arguing and then one of them kisses the other to try to shut them up or get them to change their mind. And then, of course, they don't change their mind. And she's like, Why? And it bugs her because she goes, I know what is going to happen. It's like, see, they do this all the time. She's probably spent too much time around us. Yeah. And I mean, because it, 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 I mean, I, I can do, it's very hard for me to be surprised in any form of entertainment because I'm usually one sitting there going, all right, you're going to get a jump scare in five, four, three, yep. two, and now. Both of them made me so proud this week because... I not only love it when a plan comes together, I love it when I can not just say what the next line might be kind of sort of like, but happen to Get nail it. Exactly. It. Yeah. And both of them did this at shows they had never seen. It was like, oh, it's just that kind of stuff really can't be taught. It's just, it's ingrained. It's hereditary. And I just, it's it made blood. me so happy. It's like, oh, you can write bad television too. Just it like your mother. Really makes me feel like I've missed my calling. Yeah, like, me too. I, you know, even even a poorly paid television writer, really, like by by my standard of of living, would not be poorly poorly paid. I know, and you know, I was I was in the California IA to do that. I did move there, Adam, and then and then I decided mm, this whole earthquake thing. And these people wearing socks with sandals? I'm not really into that. Socks with sandals is the reason why you're not a television. Pretty writer. much. That's you're probably gonna need to find a more dramatic conclusion for your autobiography. <laughs> I'm just a, a, as your as your editor, I'm just telling you, you probably wanna right. probably wanna spice that ending up a little. But for real, it's like earthquakes, it's got me a little anxious. I'm just gonna go. I'm good. 
I'm good. Yeah, I don't need to stay here. <laughs> just slowly walk. Yeah, it does. It does validate me every time I do that. It's like <laughs> I could have done that. I'm like Beverly Goldberg. I could have been a lawyer. It's like, I could have done that. I didn't, but I could have. Do love some Goldberg. And I just, I just gave you proof. Anyway, I'll watch something a bit more light-hearted. I don't. I, literally anything else. <laughs> if you only watched, if you only watched a show about like serial killers. Still more lighthearted. It's, it, you're you're more lighthearted by comparison there. Yeah. So like that really should not be a difficult thing to do. Well, I'm going to try my best. Thank you for listening to Binge or Cringe. I'm Jane Ellen. And I'm Adam Cravens. You've been listening to Binge or Cringe. Download your favorites and keep up with new episodes in the Hints and Oakley Podcast Center.